Panthers prospects finished with a 2-1-0 record in the prospect showcase up in North Carolina. We're going to discuss Sunday's game against the Tampa Bay Lightning and Monday morning's game against the Nashville Predators. And we're going to talk about the mindset of these prospects as well. And we are going to mentally prepare for media day and the start of training camp on Wednesday and Thursday, all on today's episode of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into this Monday, September 19th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We're your team every day. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez, and you can follow me on Twitter at Monoman12. Follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. Don't forget to also follow Locked On NHL and Locked On Fantasy Hockey with Flip Livingstone and Steel Roden. We'll be covering all the preseason activities around the National Hockey League. So, Cats fans, it's 2-1-0 in the prospect tournament uh, is pretty a pretty good, great place to be, even though wins and losses aren't the main focus of these prospects de- up in North Carolina for, for the Panthers. I mean, habits as well for the for the Panthers and the ability to listen to coaches how you take criticism is really the 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 main takeaways for these coaches and how and how to mentally prepare for where where these these players are on that side because you know the the brain doesn't really as far as who players are aren't really going to fully develop until really the age of 25 at least for men so at, at least at least for these players it, it's a really great opportunity for for them to kind of you know and be a part of as tj shalow referencing um rent referencing back to my show on thursday really learn about what the Florida Panthers way uh, of how they want to develop. And really on the, on the broadcast, they really spoke really about how when it comes to these players coming in and having a feel of what the, an NHL locker room is and an NHL culture versus what they experienced some of these in juniors um, and really the different levels, the different speeds, and you're going to have, of course, some growing pains. Of course, in these prospect tournaments as well, you're going to also see a, a little bit of more breakdowns as well and more high-scoring games possibly, more penalties as well uh, because, you know, these players aren't polished like when when you get up to the professional level. Jordy Kinnear spoke about really how – you know, it, it's a the, these guys don't really get didn't really get a lot of practice together. I mean, really, let's let's think about it. Only two practices for these Florida Panthers players um, before they play even a game. I mean, some of them have never really been together. I mean, yeah, sure, 
there is a prospect camp back in July, and then they go their their separate ways back to their families wherever they may go, and then you know back back here, and there of course there's a little bit of a gap in between. You know, of course, there's also the off ice activities that these guys done. They're, they've done a little bit of of going on the river and 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 also some cooking as well uh, together as well so it's it's also a great time for these players to bond together as well get to know each other but of course there's also that gap in between and there's also the 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 putting the skates on only for two practices right before going into this tournament but even even then you got we really got to be impressed with some of the the play from from these Panthers prospects. I mean, li- listen, the where the Florida Panthers are, the the broadcast mentioned investments. This is these are investments. And where with the lack of first round picks, the lack of salary cap at least for this year, this is where you got to hit it right on the money for the Panthers if they want to maintain long-term success. Sure, the NHL team has the Alexander Barkovs of the world, now the Matthew Kachucks of the world, Aaron Ekblad um, there in the mix. Sergey Bobrovsky is under contract for four more years starting this year. Spencer Knight is coming into form. Anton Lindell is into his second year of developing um, on the NHL level. So what what happens when, and we spoke about last season, last offseason, excuse me, about the these players who are getting these three to four year deals, no more, no less about the ability to reset and to bring new, new players in as well in order to fit the culture. Uh, And we spoke about Sam Bennett when he had his extension, Sam Reinhart, Anthony Duclair. I know sure Anthony Duclair is going to miss the start of the season, but the ability to, if, if the Panthers do find themselves up with the cap and of course that, which they are right now, that when, when next season comes around, sure they can do a little bit of both. Pay, pay, make, uh, pay a player, but also bring someone up, so you have a little bit of that balance between the farm and the NHL squad, as well as being able to reset the cap every single year for this squad. So it, it's a, you know, Bill Zito is trying to put, play his cards right with 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 this franchise, and of course. A lot of the moves of the first round picks and the buyouts was a product of the previous regime, but this this the farm, it, even though nationally it's not ranked the best, we spoke about that more TJ last week. That this is really where you you have to hit for for these uh, Panthers uh, players and hoping that and lots of exciting players and a lot of late round players as well. I mean. Josh Davies, especially, it was the player that stood out to me most during during the this prospect showcase. That that is one player that I really highlighted, and and also talking about undrafted uh, players as well. One of Matt Gusta played two out of the three games. Um, of course, the the third the third game, which we'll talk about in segment number three. You know, a little up and down, but still things that I liked what that I saw from Matt Gusta um, there. So, you know, it, it takes, it takes time. It takes time. And don't, it's not really to focus on the results, more of the focus of 
of of habits like we spoke about earlier in this segment so so it, it i could i had a great time watching this from afar i can only imagine in person with these players getting around the coaching staff and just hearing the message of what jordy kinnear is trying to send to these players in segment number two we are going to talk about the second game between the florida panthers and the tampa bay lightning we're going to discuss game number two a battle florida prospect edition uh, of the prospect tournament. We're going to talk about that next. But first, we're going to tell you all about Bet Online. And BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college fo- football needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts, including this year's week, week three games coming up. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and sports. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use a mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online, where the game starts. Second segment here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast on this Monday, September 19th. And we are back to five days a week uh, starting this week with Media Day looming uh, just a few days away. And start of training camp, act where the players actually hit the ice on Thursday, uh, September 22nd. I will actually be in attendance for media day down at the Panthers Ice Den uh, on Wednesday. So Thursday's episode of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast is going to be a very fun one as we, as I try to share all the sights and sounds of what the players were saying uh, on on media day on Wednesday. So. Thursday's episode of Lockdown Panthers, you don't want to miss that one, that's for sure. So, Sunday's game against the Tampa Bay Lightning, the 1 p.m. game, uh, it, it wasn't the start that we saw from the first game. The first one, a lot of chances going the other way. Matt Gutsta did not start the second one. It was uh, Kobe Hay and then played the first two periods, and then uh, Yari Kikkanen uh, played the third period for the Florida Panthers. So, uh, and... Really, for for the Panthers, the what what I like what I saw what I liked was I, I mentioned Josh Davies. <laughs> he had a shorthanded chance in the first game. He had a shorthanded chance in in the second second one once again, and he had a, a great uh, assist as well uh, in, in this in this one as well for the third goal of the game. Uh, gets it to Patrick Giles. Patrick Giles was actually a guy that uh, TJ Shalot spoke about uh, last week, uh, looking to break out. He's in year one uh, of his uh, two-year AHL uh, uh, contract um, as well. And, you know, a- another story for the Florida Panthers is Dennis Shisana, um, really one of the, old- o- the oldest player by a couple of years there, captain at Michigan State, and an, an opportunity for him to – to hopefully get an, an NHL contract and for, um, and also got to give credit to Riley Bezo on that second goal that he was able to create a screen right in front. The camera angle was of that goal was the strangest angle because I thought that Jack LaFontaine of the Tampa Bay Lightning didn't have a screen right in front of him. Weird angle, but they were talking about on in the post-game uh, interviews talking about how there was a screen. So uh, I'll, I'll trust I'll trust their judgment uh, there for, for that one. But uh, Dennis Shasana gets gets one through, and he earned uh, an A on his uh, sweater. Justin Sordiff, 
great around the boards. And th- this dude, very dangerous behind the net. You never know where he's gonna where he's gonna go. Didn't get a goal in any of these games in the in the prospect showcase, but still found a way to deliver some apples. Uh, worked around the boards, physical, and and get gets one right to Dennis Shasana right before he uh, converted right from from the blue line, and. Also, Xavier Cormier um, is able to close in on a few a few rushes from the Tampa Bay Lightning as well. That's something I liked from uh, from from him as well. Uh, Sanders Vilmanis Vel- as as well. That's another one that uh, that I that I liked uh, from 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 this tournament. Very great on the rush. Uh, did get an empty net goal uh, in, in this one. Uh, earn, earned earned it. And Patrick Giles. I, I mentioned that he got a goal. But really, he, throughout the whole game, he would. I felt. I felt that he was. He was gonna uh, get one through because he was right in front of the net. He he was. He was just gener- trying to gener- generate uh, shots. So he he found he found a way. Um, and uh, Ethan Burroughs gets the first one. Uh, Santu Kanunen, a uh, seventh round pick from the 2018 draft, and Leon Arsby gets the assi- assist on this one. So. Really, the the Florida Panthers, they, they didn't, they weren't off to their 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 start like they were in the in the first game. Went, went scoreless throughout the fir, uh, first period, and, and then re- really the floodgates opened as far as the goal scoring came. Really until until the second period. But hey, you get you get an opportunity to get people in, uh, and even uh, Kobe Hay. Uh, a few breakaway chances for the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, and they and he's able to close in, get in the butterfly position, and make some uh, great, uh, great, great saves. Um, and also, we saw a little bit of the physicality uh, from Tag Bertuzzi. Um, Tag Bertuzzi. Um, I know Todd Bertuzzi didn't have a long career with the Florida Panthers, but we we kind of seen a little bit of the uh, of the of the physicality from the family. Uh, go down uh to the younger generation of tag Bertuzzi. so may- maybe he might be a mainstay uh for for the florida for for the florida panthers slash charlotte checkers so a great opportunity for tag Bertuzzi to po- possibly play play a role um in, in this fran- franchise as as well so pretty pretty cool story uh that that a lot of uh a lot of uh players that we've seen come throughout the years of the family ties of course the nhl level we have matthew kachuk and then uh for the for the ahl level uh tag bertuzzi being part of the of, of the mix for the panthers uh kai, kai schwitt is also a, um is a, a, the brother of cole schwitt uh is is also part of uh, of this uh prospect tournament he didn't play in the second game uh against the tampa bay lightning but uh, still hoping to for him to have a main role in 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 the AHL side for the Charlotte Checkers as well. So uh, two two and zero for the for the Panthers. It felt great uh, and lots of confidence for for this team. Jordy Kinnear, like like we spoke about uh, earlier, spoke about really how the, the this team really ha- doesn't get a lot of time, but they were able to to really uh, get to know each other. And really, uh, it's it's paid off on the ice. Uh, in at least it, it, at least in the first two games for for the the Panthers. So, lot, lots of exciting uh, lots of exciting play. Ho- ho- that's hopefully coming to uh, Bojangles uh, Arena uh, in starting on October fourteenth, which that will be opening night uh, for the Charlotte Checkers. 
In segment number three, we are going to discuss the third game of this prospect showcase. We are going to talk, talk about who who stood out in that one as well. And uh, we're, we're going to talk about more of the how, how goalie Matt Gusta looked in that third game. We're going to talk about that next here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Third and final segment here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast on this Monday, September 19th edition of the show. And before we continue this, uh, before we get into the third segment, I want to congratulate all the teams that participated in the Lat-Am Cup uh, down in the Coral Springs Ice Den uh, of the winners as well. uh, The U12 winner, uh, Brazil, uh, U16, Mexico City, uh, U20, Puerto Rico, uh, women's uh, Mexico, uh, men's D2, Egypt, and Division One, uh, Puerto Rico winning uh, the Latam Cup. So, wish I could have been there um, down there covering the tournament, but we did have a host on the Locked On uh, Podcast Network, Erica Ayala, who covered uh, the Latam Cup in person. So, if you want to follow her on uh, Twitter, uh, you can at elindsay08. So that's where you can uh, fo- follow her and her work and everything that uh, that she has covered throughout. Uh, that tournament. And for me personally, uh, Puerto Rico winning twice means a little to me as I'm Puerto Rican. And of course, everything that's going on uh, on the island right now with Hurricane Fiona taking out uh, the all the power in on the island. So my thoughts are with people over there in PR right now uh, for, for Hurricane Fiona. But let's talk about this uh, third game for the for the Panthers. And like the fourth line of Panwar, Cormier's, and Yelzma, uh, they were creating uh, steals, and Panwar gets an opportunity right in front of the net. Also, an opportunity for Panwar to kind of uh, prove himself as well. A lot of physicality as well. Once again, uh, Justin sort of, <laughs> even though he drew a penalty in in this one, he he was not afraid to get in the face of and the broadcast and the apparently the bench was uh, yelling for during the fight to let him go. But the referees who we saw the we, AHL referees who are, uh, who are calling these, uh, these prospect tournaments also, also give credit to these guys. These are, these guys are trying to get their reps in as well and trying to move up in the officiating ranks as well. So uh, Justin sort of is re- listen, Justin sort of like, let's not, let's not, let's not hold, sort of not getting a goal against them in, in, in this tournament because he was always around the net, around the boards, and, and just creating opportunities uh, for his teammates uh, right, in, right in front of the net, and uh, in, including the first goal of the game, for the first and one and only goal for the game, uh, to getting it to uh, Kepin uh, right on the doorstep. Of, and, of course, the Nashville Predators have one of the – top goalie prospects right now in the entire NHL. Yaroslav Askarov uh, drafted in the, in the top uh, 10 uh, a few year, a few years back. So uh, it, re- really a tough challenge for the Panthers all, all around. But really, a uh, lot, of, lot of rushes going the other way for the Panthers. Uh, Matt Gusta, it's funny because I spoke about how don't let four goals deceive you for Matt Gusta. There's been a lot of highlight reel saves for Matt Gusta including some redirections, getting in the butterfly position, 
put, get laying on his stomach as well and get making some pad saves. But the fifth one really can't excuse uh, that one for uh, Matt Gusta. Um, but there was a few, quite quite a few times where he was just left all alone, right on and and went went five hole on uh, Matt Gusta. But there was a there was one where little bit of trouble with rebound control on the fifth one but was able to kind of rebound a few a, a few a few times throughout the the game so really uh really for mac six goals is a lot part of me wanted to jordy kinnear to pull him after the fifth one because don't want to don't don't want the guy to be embarrassed out there but really also this is an, a, a learning opportunity for someone like mac so yeah undrafted out of the OHL from the Barry Colt, but still, but still, you know, the, the team, the, the team around them, uh, was, was, you know, they, they kind of let him down a little bit. There are a lot of rushes, but, but, the but I'm sure the team will be when they, when they talk in the locker room, Hey, there'll be a lot of conversations that, Hey, my bad, man. Sorry. Um, sorry that I, that we allowed so many rushes on you, but of course not every, not, but but there were some control issues for uh, Matt, Matt Gusta a, a, as well. Uh, Kalisti and Patrick Giles on a transition kind of lost their man, and then uh, right behind the net, a cutting a cutting pre, um, Preds player um, right in front of uh, Matt Gusta, and a little bit of um, a, a little bit of uh, undisciplined uh, play as well, like after the whistles as well. But Josh Davies, that's a name that we've mentioned a lot, uh, has. Sneaky speed. It was able to draw uh, a penalty, uh, right, cutting right in front of the net, and 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 giving the Florida Panthers a uh, power play, a, a power play opportunity. And of course, the Panthers are going to get uh, uh, the Panthers, and just like their opposition, have gotten a lot of uh, power play opportunities throughout this uh, tournament. Of course, like we said, uh, p- positionally sound. Uh, that this is what the this is what both teams are. This is why they do this tournament to begin with, to to learn from these. To you, you're going to make your mistakes. Um, one one player that I haven't mentioned really at all throughout throughout the first three games, Brandon Hache, seventh round pick, um, who is a is a player that I'm I'm rooting for as well because he's been very open as well about mental health and all that stuff had a great interview with Doug Plagans about uh I, I believe during the Bell Let's Talk uh which was back in January talking about mental health issues and r- rooting for uh Braden Hache and really great on the PK um during during the second period cre- creates a block right in front of the net and then uh on break um is able to have a great zone exit in order for uh the Panthers to eliminate any opportunities for the Nashville Predators right in front of the net, and it, and also, it's funny because you might see on the box score, uh, four goals given up by the Panthers in that in that uh, third period, but a lot of big, a lot of energy, um, really in the first two minutes, and really the the Florida Panthers really lost that energy really a little bit later, um, as you know the goals were starting to pile on for Matt Gusta and company. Uh, a lot of second chances um, a- as they were getting right in front of the net. The Askarov was pulled from the game after the second period, but lots of chances um, in front. And Sordiff was that guy who was continuing to set up his teammates right in front. 
and and one once again um growing pains for for these uh florida panthers players uh right in front and and also keppen um beautiful beautiful setup to cormier uh, on a power play even though they were down big um still uh, a even though it, it was raining goals for the nashville predators the florida panthers um did not did, were of course because these players are trying to make an ahl roster some of them who are, aren't under contract or players who are are already signed their elcs are trying to make the nhl roster because on the broadcast they also spoke about how they asked this question on the broadcast is there a specific age that a player is supposed to be on an nhl roster or in this or in this place and the answer the obvious answer was no there isn't an age where a, a player is expected to be where because of course you see number one overall picks at times sign their elcs and they're immediately on the on the nhl roster i mean we ha we see a perfect example with aaron ekblad uh, right, right, uh, right, right out of his ELC, he signs right away with, with, with he goes to the Panthers right away. Um, different, different situation with Jonathan Huberdos. Um, take, uh, it, he doesn't join the Panthers until the 2012, 2013 season for, for the Panthers. So everyone's development curve, um, is a little different based on where they're at. I, it, someone like Justin sort of, is a player that I don't expect him to play right away on, on the Panthers. May, may as early as probably next year. Someone is, is where I expect someone like Justin sort of to be. Also, Evan Evan Noss, which Evan Noss, watching him wear the number fifty-two, that's not Mackenzie Weger, was kind of strange to see, kind of in, in this tournament. But uh, Evan Noss was a player that really. I didn't I didn't hear much of his name at all really throughout his uh th this tournament but he wasn't making really any critical mistakes but usually the the saying is for defensemen is if you if you don't hear your name really that you you're doing you're doing your job and doing what you need to do and that's really the impression I got really from Evan Noss uh as, throughout throughout this uh th this tournament and this is the the defense core is very thin in this it, for for this team, of course, um, we we spoke about Max Godon and John Ludwig dealing with injuries, and and really it's going to depend on some of the players that the that the Panthers draft and get in the farm as players who are trying to to make their way up. I mean, Evan Oss was a second round pick from last year. The first two picks for the Florida Panthers in the third round were both defensemen. So this is what the, this is where the Panthers really need to, and th this is where they need to try to really be patient, but also make sure that these guys are progressing at a level that it, they're not being rushed as, as well, right to the NHL roster, because of course, sure. There are some two way contracts on the team. Sure. There are some older guys on one year deals, and and the short and the guys on one year deals gives these guys puts less pressure on these guys in Charlotte right now. So that is the mindset with all of this, with all these uh sh short term signings right now for the Panthers. And then hey, 
next year this is the this will be this will be kind of the year where that will be the year where you might see more of the guys coming in but really for for the Panthers current NHL squad really the 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 players who are on the younger side who are trying to make their their way um you see like the Lucas Carlsons of, of the world um being a part of it even Grigory Denisenko and Alexi Hepaniemi, those are really the guys to be to really expect to be on the NHL roster. Who knows? Who knows? Justin sort of could develop so well down in Charlotte and could accelerate his uh, his uh, opportunity to become to be part of the NHL roster. But let's temper the expectations as well of of kind of like the game speed that these guys experience in this prospect tournament and down in Charlotte to what they're gonna what they're going to experience in the future as well. And, you know, putting on the actual sweater that says the actual logo of the team, you know, versus a different one, knowing that that is what drafted, you know, there's a different, there's something different about that. When you go to your locker room, you see, you see your name on the back of the Jersey and you see that it's associated with the team that you are a part of. And that in itself is just look, just think about it. Think, think about it as if you're going into that locker room and and seeing that, and just, just thinking that this is a great opportunity for X player to really prove that you can be part of the solution for this franchise, not part of the problem as well. Because every team has problems and every team has solutions as well. So that 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 is at least what I would that what would go through my mind if I were to enter the locker room and see the sweater and my name on the back. Uh, but just just think about what what these players would um, experienced this weekend as they as they now they will probably go their 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 separate ways some of them might go back to junior some of them might not even uh be part of the ahl roster but what we do have is jordy kinnear having an impression now on these players and now even if they're not a part of the charlotte checkers that they have an opportunity to bring some of these players back next year and to hopefully for them to create uh, another opportunity to make make the roster and who knows what kind of lasting impression that some of these players will have especially post practice who is going to be the guy who is going to go to um, the coach's office just to have a little chat about creating a relationship as well of course the play on the ice has a lot to do with it as well of whether you're going to be promoted or not but also asking the coach what do you need out of me? What is it that you need me to do? And and it, it takes a lot of initiative out of these young guys in order to, to try to be the best player and man off the ice in order to succeed on both those levels. So really encouraging weekend. 2-1-0 was the record for the Panthers in, in the prospect showcase up in North Carolina. And, you know, once again, the results aren't the end all be all, but the, the players and how, and the experience really is 
really the biggest takeaway for for these guys. So I'm I'm excited personally for for them, and hopefully we can see these guys on 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 an NHL roster soon. Hopefully in a Florida Panthers uh, sweater. So th- thank you guys for listening to this edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Uh, tomorrow on the Locked On Panthers podcast, we'll be bringing in Ian McLaren, the host of the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, for another crossover edition, preseason edition uh, of Locked On Panthers. That'll be our fifth cross crossover of the of the off season slash preseason uh, of division of division rivals. So if you haven't been able to tune into the other ones the you can subscribe on the YouTube and the podcast and you, and you'll find all of them there. So in the meantime, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast. You'll be notified every single time the lockdown Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Make sure to subscribe to locked on fantasy hockey and locked on NHL. We'll be covering all the off season activities excuse me, preseason activities around the National Hockey League. Thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And for your second listen of the day, make sure to listen to today's episode of Lockdown NHL. Lockdown NHL gives you a 30-minute podcast on all things National Hockey League every Monday through Friday. Lockdown NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. Sarmar Wondovelez. Signing off. And you've been listening to Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. What's your team? Every day. <laughs>